0: Nation welcome back That is right we are here in the building It has been a minute but I'm ready to talk Big off season coming up A lot of rumors flying around We will be breaking it all down for you the people Let's get it rocking and rolling baby It's been a minute but we're back And we have a lot to discuss man You're tuning in, Philly Take with RB, I am RB, man. Welcome on in, everybody. Shout out to everybody out there, wherever you guys are watching, whatever you're up to tonight. I know we got an NBA playoff game on, but let's be real. The whole series has been trash. This whole playoffs has been trash. It's been a bunch of blowouts. I'd rather come up here and talk about the Sixers. And that's what we're going to do tonight, folks. Welcome on in once again. Philly Take with RB, available on YouTube, all podcasting platforms, wherever you are tuning in, do me one little favor, smash that like button, help push this content around. We've been dropping a ton of videos, shout out to my people who have been out there, tuning into the videos, who stay around all year for the content, we're bringing the Sixers coverage, the Eagles coverage, we have a lot to discuss, big off season coming up, we have the draft coming up, the Sixers might be involved in it, we'll talk about that a little bit, We'll talk about Daryl Morey and his you know, off-season plan. We'll leave it at that for now. To be quite honest with you, I haven't listened to much lately. I've been hearing some of these rumors. I haven't heard what anybody has said about them. We're going to open the phone lines tonight and get your thoughts up in here as well. A lot of people have been requesting to call into the show. We have everything coming up tonight. And I even have some new cool features. Also... Shout out to the channel members, man. Shout out to the members who make this happen. We have 65 channel members. If the members are in here, let me know in the chat. Thank you for being up in here once again. Join the Discord. Show some love if you are a channel member. And let me know you're out there. Also, guys, one more thing. Follow the channel Instagram page. We are growing. We just hit 1,000 followers yesterday. We're going to be doing a giveaway on Instagram. You don't want to miss it. If you want to be entered into the giveaway soon, you have to be followed to the Instagram page, at PhillyTakeWithRB. Follow me on my personals, at RB Philly Take. All the links down below in the description. Any way you want to support, Cash App, Venmo, all that stuff down below. But really, I appreciate everybody being up in here. And let me know if you enjoy these types of live shows, because we're going to be doing a lot more of them. And I can't wait to get... Some of the people's thoughts out there tonight. We'll hit the phone lines later on. But how's everybody doing? How are we feeling? Couple weeks pushed back and and out from the Sixers resulting in once again another bad, uh, you know, exit of the playoffs. How are we feeling? Have you guys been watching the playoffs? What do you think about the playoffs so far? Because honestly, there have been a couple games in the last, series and in this series that I haven't even watched because it's just a bad quality. You got this guy injured in game three. You got this guy injured in the middle of game four. You have this team winning by 37 in the third quarter. To me, it really hasn't been that entertaining. Now it is 2-2. And yes, it'll be interesting to see what happens. But in my eyes, I mean, especially in a Western Conference, you know, I mean, one team's just much better than the other. And in the Easter Conference, nobody can stay healthy. That has been the entire story of the playoffs. Injuries and blowouts. That's just how I feel. Let me know what you think out there in the chat. Once again, appreciate everybody being in here. We got 65 up in the house. Superhero, what's going on? Majestic, what's up? Double Luca, RJ in the chat. Channel member, what's up? RJ says, I don't want Bradley Beal. We will get into it. Michael says, tomorrow's my birthday. Happy birthday, Michael. Tyler, what's up? Ray Sean, what's up, man? Jamie, what's going on? Crowley in the chat. Let's go. So we will get into it, guys. We will get into it. Once again, hit that like button and subscribe for your boy. We're going to have a lot of dope content coming soon. Eagle Sixers, stay updated. Watch the videos. Watch the live streams. Call into the show. Bunch of great things coming, man. A lot of things you're not going to want to miss. But anyway, we begin with the Philadelphia 76ers. This was a rumor that has been floating around the last week. It's kind of been building a little bit as we go. And that is this. The Philadelphia 76ers, and more importantly, President-slash-GM Daryl Morey, wants to bring a third superstar to Philadelphia. Apparently, that is the off-season plan, according to reports. There was an article written by Kyle Newbeck. He talked about a lot of little things. We'll get into that. But it seems that everybody's consensus right now is that Daryl Morey will be star hunting. Brian Windhorst was first on it a week ago. Uh, I'm not going to play the clip, but pretty much here's the gist of it. He said, quote, I promise you that Daryl Morey has big plans to acquire another star. And then he also said, quote, I think the Sixers will be comfortable with Doc Rivers returning, but I don't think it's as open and shut as Daryl wanted him to present it. There have been rumors that we talked about over this last week. You know, Matisse Theibel, this, this, and that. But the biggest one of them all, Doc Rivers. Could the Los Angeles Lakers, who are a, you know, they're, they're just a bad organization right now. Could the Lakers still be trying to sway Doc Rivers from the Philadelphia 76? The more and more I hear about this, I'm starting to think there's, you know, there's smoke and fire, man. Because it's not only one guy reporting it's two, it's three. We heard this even at the end of the regular season. If you remember before we went to the playoffs, oh, Doc Rivers and the Lakers have ties. He loves L.A. Doc can go coach a game on a Monday night, play golf on a Tuesday morning. It's his perfect type of lifestyle. He gets to coach 37-year-olds. He doesn't have to worry about playing young guys, which he hates to do. It's like a perfect spot for him. LeBron can pretty much run the team. Doc Rivers will you know, have a good regular season and we'll see what happens in the playoffs. But anyway, that's been a rumor going around. What do you think? Will the Sixers retain Doc Rivers? I mean, I'm I think they will ultimately because I feel like if Doc Rivers was to get fired, I feel like it would have happened already, you know? Why would they keep him weeks past the season and then fire him? Unless there's a fallout or unless something happens. But realistically, I think Doc Rivers will be the coach of this team next year. You let me know if you're happy or angry about that. Give me some thoughts. Give me some thoughts. By the way, the number to call into the show is 508-924-3784. Once again, 508-924-3784. Also, we have a new feature here on the channel where if you are a constant common caller, I'll be able to save some of your names and numbers, you know, so we'll get people up to the front of the line. But, Uh, Yeah, we'll get to the lines a little later on. Um, What do we think about Doc Rivers, though? I think he will remain. I don't think people are happy with it. I'd say a majority of fans are not happy with it, and I think personally that the Philadelphia 76ers are going to be hurt by two fatal flaws. This has been on my mind lately. I wanted to make a video about it, but I was like, let me just wait until the live stream to discuss. And give me your thoughts. Let me know if you agree or not. But I think, number one, by watching these NBA playoffs, okay, I've been watching, you know, like I said, some of these games, and it's really the the young guys and the role players and guys who were drafted within their organization that are coming up huge. I look at the Boston Celtics. I even look back to the Game 7 against Milwaukee where Peyton Pritchard Okay, where Grant Williams, guys like that are just, you know, going above and beyond. Guys who in their first year didn't look so hot. And here they are producing in the NBA playoffs. And that comes down to two things one, drafting well, getting guys who have that promise and your, your talent evaluation, but also your talent development. And I think that is one fatal flaw that resides with the Philadelphia 76ers. The Philadelphia 76ers, as long as Doc Rivers is the head coach of this team, do not have the ability to develop young talent. Why? Because he will not play them. I tweeted the other day that if Isaiah Joe was on the Miami Heat or if Charles Bassey was on the Boston Celtics, for example, these dudes would be getting tons of minutes in the playoffs. I promise you. Or they would have at least had a shot in the regular season to earn those minutes, even though they're young. Meanwhile, in Doc Rivers' exit press conference, they asked him about Jaden Springer. He didn't even know how old Jaden Springer was. He said, "Uh, I think he's 18. What is he, the youngest guy in the league? Jaden Springer will not play on this team for four years. And then you have guys like Matisse Theibel, who have played for the last couple years. I made a video about him earlier this week. And the the whole tone has changed with Matisse Thiebel. I love Matisse Thiebel. He's one of my favorite young, promising players because of his defensive talent. But I've had it up to here with Matisse Thiebel. You're telling me that you just sat through the last two years and a debacle where a guy who would not shoot a basketball literally costed this team maybe a couple years because of his flaw And you had in a whole offseason, you've had two, you've had three. And you won't shoot a damn jump shot and get better. Matisse Theibel is an incredible defender. He's 24 years old. He should be in the gym shooting 2,000 jump shots a day. I've seen the guy shoot a basketball. You're telling me that the Sixers, in terms of developmental stages, where do they improve these players? I saw Grant Williams go from year one to two and make a, a an insane jump. Peyton Pritchard, even Aaron Neesmith a little bit. How about Max Struess, who was undrafted? He's out here knocking down threes in the playoffs. Talent evaluation and talent development will continue to cost this team. And I think that Doc Rivers is part of the reason. But also, we need to develop the guys that we have. And I'm not trying to just single out Matisse Theibel, but that is just an example. But our young guys, right? Even the guys we draft, like we don't play them enough. Tyrese Maxey wouldn't have had the chance to play this year if it wasn't for Ben Simmons acting the way that he did. Tyrese Maxey went from 29% from deep to the third best percentage in the league in one year. The kid is 21 years old. He would not have played this season as much as he did or nearly as much if it wasn't for one of the weirdest situations in NBA history. All I'm saying is that I think Doc Rivers does some things well. And I'm not going to blame him for the playoff series not having Joel Embiid for two of the games. But the lack of adjustment over and over and over to not transition to your young guys, the stubbornness is what pisses me off the most. Not only do you not do it, but you act like like you know everything until you get proven wrong, and then you still won't admit or adapt. And number three is just, you know, here we are, and I, I don't want to waste Joel and B. We are at an off season now where this is probably the most crucial off season the Sixers have had in a while. And anyway, circling it all to the point about Daryl Morey, okay? I got to be honest with you guys. Again, I haven't really heard what other people have to say or think about this. And I would love to hear some people call in. We'll get to the lines in just, you know, a few minutes. But I'm going to tell you something right now. I'm going to make a statement. I've been waiting to get this off my chest. So listen up. If the Philadelphia 76ers go out and mortgage pieces and draft picks to get a third star, they are setting themselves up for long-term failure. Look at the Brooklyn Nets, for example. They tried to do it. As soon as one guy goes down, you have absolutely nothing. We have guys with injury history. That's number one. You're putting us in a position to fail. Number two, look at what is going on in the NBA playoffs right now. You need quality role players. We have none. We have none. I have been screaming for two and a half years. Get a freaking bench. In fact, get me one scorer that can put up 11 a game off the bench. Have we ever had one in the last six years? No, we haven't. Instead, we want to rely on the Shake Miltons and the Furkan Korkmazes of the world to go out and save us come playoff time. They can't do it. Get me some proven veteran bench guys. Get me some athletic rebounders. Obviously, that's one of the biggest issues, our forward position. We don't have guys that are going to attack the glass. I you know, I tried to defend Tobias Harris this year. I thought he had a decent season. I thought he stepped up near the end of the year. The fact of the matter is, we know he's getting overpaid, and he's not quick enough or agile enough or athletic enough to grab us 10 boards a night, and that is what you need out of the power forward position, especially when Joel Embiid can't be jumping up and down every single play. If the Sixers try to get a third star, what are we going to do? Are we going to play more star ball, iso ball? Is that what we're going to do? We already have James Harden, which we'll talk about more as we go on. But James Harden, until we see him get better, we have to think he's not going to. And that's another thing. You can't go out and pay him a five-year contract. I've been saying this for months. There's just no way that happens. If that happens, if James Harden gets a five-year contract – this organization might as well blow it up. It's over. You give him the one-year player option or you make him agree to a deal about two or three years for substantially less money. He set it himself in the exit pressure. He said, I'm willing to do what it takes to help this team out. We will see if he's about his words. He's already working out in Houston. But will he take less? Will he sacrifice for the good of the team? He's at a stage where he wants to win in his career just like Joel Embiid. We will see. But anyway, the Sixers need dogs on this team. I mean, how many times can we say it? The quality role players, the 3 and D guys. I'll bring up Danny Green, for example. We made a video about Danny Green. Check it out if you haven't yet. Danny Green played really well at the end of the season. Now, he's as slow as a dinosaur at this point in his career, and now that he has a very, very just disappointing injury, I don't think Danny Green's going to come back even near what he was, and even if he does come back, it's not going to be until after the All Star break or maybe the playoffs. I mean, that was a, a that was just a freak, devastating injury, and it's unfortunate. But we need three and D players around Joel Embiid and Tyrese Maxey, and I'm ready to give the keys to Tyrese Maxey as the second scorer, even the first scorer, on nights where Joel Embiid, you know, maybe can take a little bit off the gas pedal. James Harden hopefully comes back, can facilitate the offense, and hopefully finally has an offseason to get healthy and can hit some shots. But I don't want ISO Harden on this team. I don't want ISO Harden taking 20 seconds off the shot clock and shooting one from 32 feet. I don't want that anymore. I want a playmaker, a guy who will get others involved, who will take some of that pressure at the guard position off Tyrese Maxey. But we need dogs around these guys. Three and D players. And young athletes. The Sixers, when you watch, when I watch the Boston Celtics play, by the way, I hate the Celtics. I have to give them a ton of credit. That turnaround from December up until now has been insane. But when I watch the Boston Celtics play, it is just so smooth. It is so effortless. The ball, boom, 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 boom. This guy running over a backdoor cut. This guy, flare screen. Pop out to the perimeter. Like, everybody just moves in motion, and it's so, like, free-flowing. It's so quick. Meanwhile, the Sixers lug down the court like we're 35 at the YMCA. And it's just so apparent when you watch these other teams. The Sixers need guys, and they need to fill out the roster. Because, you know, realistically, you could always go out and acquire another big piece. But really, the Sixers don't have the assets right now to even make that happen. And if they do, they're mortgaging their future. People want to keep talking about Tyrese Maxey. I will tell you right now, Tyrese Maxey is untouchable. He is not getting moved. There is no way unless a player like, I don't know, Kevin Durant, for example, became available. He won't. But you know what I mean. Unless a player of that tier became available, that would fit our team. It's just not happening. Daryl Morey will keep Tyrese Maxey on his roster. He deserves to be, and that kid is going to be special. And, and there's a reason I don't want to trade Tyrese Maxey. It's because Tyrese Maxey has it, and he's 21, and he improved significantly. One of the best NBA improvements over the first to second year of a career Ever. And he has it. The kid's in the gym 5 a.m. in the morning every day. It's easy to find talent. It's You, know, you can find guys who are young, promising talents. But who will have the urge to get better like Tyrese Maxey does? I know it's hard to hear because we want to win now. But in five years, Tyrese Maxey will be it. He is the one. And I'm not giving him up for anything. Anything at all. But anyway... Back to what I was saying. Sixers need to fill out this roster. I know they don't have a lot to work with, which brings me to the next question I know you will ask. How do they get that done, RB? Well, here's how it happens. You have to trade Tobias Harris. I like Tobias. He's had ups and downs. I thought he really matured this year. I thought he got better. I thought he understood a role. Him adapting to the role that he had to do, and I remember getting slandered back in January saying Tobias can't be a second option, but wait till you put him in that third, fourth option role. See what he does. He played great. His value is at the highest it's at. The fact of the matter is business is business. You cannot have three more years of Tobias Harris at $37 million. You can't do it if you want to be successful. You're going to have to get a couple $10 to $12 million guys who can round out the roster, vets, 3 and D guys, athletic rebounders. That's just where we're at. And that is why, at the end of the season, I said it's Tyrese Maxey and Joel Embiid. That's the only certain in my eyes. If you're not willing to improve, if you're not willing to be a part of this right now, you can't be here. We don't have time to wait for Matisse Thiable to get up to 35% from deep. We don't have time for that anymore. The Sixers need to optimize these next two years, next three years, because if not, Dark days could be coming in Philadelphia. And that's not because we don't have anything, but I'm just saying the championship window with Joel Embiid. And, and and yes, it's a valid question. Can Joel and Embiid stay healthy? That's another valid question, which I'm definitely excited to hear about. I don't know. I don't know. Because he does get hurt a lot. Maybe he needs to start sitting, you know, at the end of seasons and rest his body. Maybe. Because he's not going to get MVP. By the way, I didn't even talk about the fact that he got second team All-NBA because I don't care about that, man. We know it's flawed. It's a joke. I think the MVP thing is done with. Go win a championship. Then you'll be remembered, okay? Screw the MVP voting. The NBA is fraudulent when it comes to that. I don't care anymore. I really don't care. But anyway... We will discuss it all. Once again, shout out to everybody up in here, man. Please hit the like button, subscribe to the channel. Be sure to ring that notification bell. We're going to be talking about it all. I'm excited to hear what you guys have to say. We'll look at an article from Kyle Newbeck with more information. But in reality, I, I had to get get that off my chest. That's how I'm feeling about this team. You need to make significant improvements. There's no, you know. Last year I can give a little bit of a pass because you had a diva who was controlling your entire all season. You couldn't do anything until you knew what was going to happen with Ben. And really you didn't know what was going to happen with Ben. So that that's kind of how I'm feeling, man. But now with the pressure on, you see that we you see our shortcomings. They're as clear as day. You need to improve this roster significantly. I know Daryl Morey has historically been a star type of GM, but I don't think star is the way to go. I think that you need to create as much cap space as possible and round out the roster. It is time to get a 10 to 12 point game, point per game score off the bench. It is time to get dogs. It is time to get shooters. And I hope James Harden comes back ready to go. He has a lot to prove. I'll tell you what I tell everybody that asked me this question. At the end of the day, the Sixers still won the trade because they got rid of the next three years of a guy who who is not going to play basketball. I'll just tell you that right now. I've been right about it the entire time. He's not going to play basketball, okay? We got rid of the next three years out of that. But unfortunately, James Harden came short of expectations. I hope it was injury-related. I hope he can come back and look better. I don't want Star Harden. I want facilitator, fit into the offense harden. Let Maxi take the realm. All right, hit your shots. Work on your spot up three. That's what you should work on. That's how I feel, man. And you know, we're gonna have to be active in free agency. We'll be breaking it all down for sure. And we have a lot to talk about, man. Call into the show if you want to give your thoughts. 508-924-3784. Once again, guys, follow the Instagram page at Philly Take with RB. We're going to be doing a giveaway over there soon. Be sure to follow it. Follow me on the personals at RB Philly Take. And like I said, we have a new feature where if you are a constant caller of the show, you will have your number saved and maybe you'll have your your name jump to the front. Shout out to the members up in the chat. Suns Geeks up in here. What's up, Suns Geek? How are you feeling, my man? How about those Phoenix Suns? How about those Phoenix Suns? We're going to be doing a lot of shows like this, guys, so let me know if you're enjoying it. We have 153 up in here, 76 on the like button. It's a sign. It is a sign. Hit that like button for your boy, man. Shout out to everybody up in the chat, and uh, we'll keep on checking it out. We'll keep on checking it out. To the phone lines we go. We have Christopher. Chris, what's going on?
1: Hey, what's going on, brother? Hey, I appreciate a lot of the stuff you're saying because it makes sense. Like, Doc Rivers, he's not going anywhere. It doesn't make sense because we didn't have a terrible season. People can say they're upset with how it finished. Look at how the last series played out. With Embiid missing the first two games, that pretty much sealed the series. As much as he can do, he he can't do everything as much as we want him to. With Maxi there's no reason to get rid of him. Not only is he pretty much our prime facilitator at this point, the city loves him. The city loves that kid to death because he filled a role, which a lot of us had issues with, with Simmons not playing, but not wanting to go down that. But I think that you talked about it a lot with our bench being the issue. Our starting five can be fantastic, but as soon as they have to sit down, we get absolutely crushed with the backups. And I don't know if that's a failure purely on Doc or if it's some of the support and staff he's got with him. But if we can't develop a bench, it doesn't matter how many stars we have because as soon as you rest them, the other team is just going to completely crush us, at least in my opinion.
0: Yeah, Chris, I, I agree 100%, and you make a good point. I honestly think it's both. I think Doc Rivers and his unwillingness to play young guys will hurt this team. You see guys like Eric Spolcher who won't even play Duncan Robinson because of his defensive liability. He goes with a Max Struce, right? Doc will never even think about playing young guys deep in the season, but also I think the Sixers need more guys on the roster, you know? I mean, how many times are we gonna go through to shake Milton the Furk on miles era? You know, it's just not it. It's not <laughs> going to work, and I'm tired. No, you're, you're completely right. Like game,
1: I man. like Shake Milton. I like his personality. I like what he can do as a player. But are you ever gonna rely on him heavily to be like, hey, man, we need you to bring in there and you know come in and clutch? No, that's not what yep. his capability set is. But on top of that. Who can rebound on this team on the bench when yeah. you're sitting down? Either Harris, who he's not great at rebounding, but he's something. And indeed, when he's not at the three-point line, he can rebound. But as soon as both of those are gone, our rebound numbers are awful. And it's like we've got two bench centers who can't seem to do anything.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And Paul Reed, he's just he's he's a little bit raw. You know, he's not ready yet. And part of that is because he only played a couple games up to the playoffs. Like. You can't just throw a young guy in like that. And I agree. Uh, Sixers need to get more athletic, man. I mean, it's glaring, especially when you watch these other games. I don't know if you've watched the playoffs or not, but um, these other teams just move so much faster than we do, man.
1: Oh, it does. And like with Embiid, I don't need him to run up and down the floor like he's John Morant. He's he's a big dude. And so, hey, take your time. But the other four, y'all should beat Embiid up the floor by a good five, ten seconds. But instead, (laughs) they're taking so much time to try and get in position. The other team's already set up what defensive rotation they want to try and run or what fast break rotation they want to try and do because you can – you can easily see how many times sixers on uh trying to stop the fast break got put in 2 on 1 situations because the team's
0: not rotating fast enough. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I mean it's just it's glaring at this point if it's not addressed like you said Tobias Harris can rebound but he's not really going to push the tempo, you know. We need guys like that. It's a little bit tough with Joel as your main focal point, but um it just needs to happen. You know, you need to you need to get quicker as a team and uh one of our biggest issues. Oh so. no,
1: you're yeah, you're right. But I I think with you saying Tobias needs to go, it pains me to say that because he's not a you know he's not bad.
0: Oh I agree. I agree. We need a lot more. I agree. It look it's nothing against Tobias. It's just you know he's not worth thirty seven million dollars. Unfortunately, and oh, you God, can no. get two value no, players no, not at
1: all like years back, of course, but he's just not. He's not as good as years back, and that's just, hey, father time. It just catches yeah. up to everybody. But I know there are teams out there that could benefit from his presence being there, and we could get something in return we could use. The question is, who's going to be willing to take on that much of a contract for, let's just call it a seasoned player?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think, you know, teams watch the playoffs, and Tobias played pretty well. I mean, there will be a team out there willing to take it. It's just how can the Sixers maneuver the cap and, uh, you know, Try to clear up some space and get some value, guys. So we'll have to wait oh, and see. Oh yeah, again.
1: absolutely. Because it's not—it's not only him; it's also going to come down to what can they work for Harden's
0: contract. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That's that's a huge question, man. <laughs> Definitely
1: something. <laughs> yeah, no, to I get think that's into, that's the million-dollar question. Is you know, can can they work something to have enough cap space with the trade to not get hit too heavy? You know, yeah. trying to bust the cap.
0: Yep, I agree, man. Hey, Chris, appreciate the call, my man. Thank you so much. Hey, appreciate it, brother. Have a good one. You too. What a great call, man. What a great way to open it off. Guy knew his stuff. Let's go, man. Miguel Edwards with the $1 super chat. Thank you, Miguel. Yes, sir. Appreciate the support, man. Philly Shad in the building. What's up, Philly Shad? How you doing? Once again, Colin. We had a couple people waiting, and then you guys hung up. We have a whole waiting room. It puts you in order, man. Wait your turn, man. People have no patience nowadays. Especially Sixers fans, because we want a damn championship. But yeah, man, we want a championship. We want it bad. And it's got to happen. It's got to happen. But yeah, I agree with the caller. Um, You know, it sucks for Tobias, but it just has to happen. You saw him in his exit presser. He was was emotional. He knows what's coming. We've been waiting on this for years. The first offseason, Daryl Morey was here. He cleaned up Al Horford. And he cleaned up Josh Richardson. The last one's Tobias, and he needs to get rid of it ASAP. And I think he will. I think he will. And if not, then it seems like we're really going to be running it back with James Harden and Tobias and and the same guys. But then we don't really have room to do anything. So we will see, man. I don't want someone like Maxie running my offense. The kid can't pass. Have you watched his entry passes? Have you watched uh, any part of his game from last year to this year? The kid is 21 years old. He will only get better with time because he has ambition. He wants it. Trust me. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. Wait till you see this jump Tyrese is about to make. He took that one on the chin. The bad playoff series he had. Wait. You're going to see what Tyrese Maxey does. He's not going to crawl up after a bad series. He's going to get 10 times better. I can't wait to see what he looks like next year. Especially with how great he looked this year. Let's go to Sacramento, California. Sacramento in the building. What's going on? What's going on, brother? What's up, man? Man, it's like
2: pretty much um I'm trying to pick it back off of uh basically what we need like is the four the right? Yeah, man. It's like we need guys. Like you, like I said, we need some dogs, but two guys that I really just, um think Dan more could use is probably Patrick Beverley and Eric Gordon
0: for sure. <laughs> uh, I'm laughing because I, you know, I said the Sixers should trade uh, for Pat Bev. I said it last year. Actually, got ripped for it. I said it this year. Got ripped for it again. Um, people just must not like toughness or something. I don't know, but I, I, I would love Pat Bev on this team, man.
1: I
2: think I think like you know that he did some interviews right. Um, you know, Jalen Reddick and a few guys got mad yeah. because uh, you know he was talking about James Harden and the max. Yeah. But I think he was kind of like you know they need balls, you know. Oh, but yeah. he was look he had to look like yeah like me. And you know, and last time I checked, Patrick Beverly did play with James Harden and he got a relationship with Dale Morris, so I think
0: yep. that might be one guy. Yep. yep. He also played with Doc Rivers, right? He's also, you know, had years with him. Like you said, he played with Harden. Morey traded for him before, right? That would be a perfect guy to come in here, especially a tough vet. You see, you know, the impact he had on a guy like Anthony Edwards. Imagine what he could do on Tyrese Maxey, you know, like just – if he's not being aggressive enough, get him in his own, right? We saw Harden do that a couple times. Like we need that type of vet. Man. Oh yeah, for sure.
2: For sure. Eric Gordon too. He a, a real nice combo guard, nice ball handling. Yep. He got some he got probably the best D I've seen in the quickest feet in a long term. This guy can the front end, he can get to the right as well as shoot. So that's another guy they need out the bench too. And may I add Terrence Ross. I like terrence ross yeah. i was hoping we got him for years but
1: yeah
2: you know we haven't poured the truth on that just but if we do move tobias harris we could probably have a little bit of space to go get some guys if we move to tobias harris i hate to say it, i like the guy i love tobias harris to death i was i've been following tobias Harris since he built an angel logic he used to look like jay cole with the headband <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. man um if we can move him, if we can get James Harden for Ben Simmons, imagine what we can get for Tobias Harris. He just came off of a good
0: playoff run. He got value. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you, you're you're going to be able to get something for Tobias. It might not be the best thing, but hopefully, you can somehow include a third team, alleviate some of the cap. Um, you know, maybe get some future picks. You need you need to do something. Um, it's just it's not going to be feasible for the next couple of years, especially if you sign James Harden. Um, yeah, you can't keep both. So.
2: No, we can't keep both. It's 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 almost impossible with Indeed and those two. Yeah, he basically takes a yeah majority of the cap. So I'm like, oh man, come on, like what we gonna, like, what can we do? But I think Dale more gonna give uh, a James Harden that max. That's his boy. So you know, he's not really not. thinking about what Indeed needs. Like nobody thinks about what Indeed needs or ask him what who he want to play with or nothing like that. They're yeah. just going off of their own feelings, like you said. But the you know first kind of thing with. Yeah, I don't know what it is about Dr. Furkel. What about Isaiah Joe? Let them guys develop. You know, Paul Reed is a good player. Let them guys play and develop. You just like letting those guys sit on the bench and preserve or till they contract run out then you get rid of them and then you call the press that oh, whatever good players, but you know, we need them more. How you know that you need more? You're not playing.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I, I don't think it's going to change, unfortunately. Um, you know, it, Doc just, uh, it's not his M.O. You know, he doesn't play young guys and He's just stubborn unwilling to change. He even though he probably watches the playoffs and sees that these young guys are having success, he's just not willing to do it and if you even try to ask him about it, he gets pissed. You know, he gets pissed off. I mean, yeah. the whole Paul Reed thing, I mean, that was yeah. embarrassing, you know. Yeah, I saw uh,
2: Doc Rivers get mad a couple of times when they asked him about uh, Paul Reed. And Paul Reed was playing well, I think, for yeah. like two games straight. And he was like, "We're not going to go on this Paul Reed rant." So you know, mm-hmm. he was like, "Y'all can slow down." And he yeah. was like, "We playing DJ, whether y'all like it or not." And when we played DJ, we was getting killed. And I, I and, and I kind of partially put it on Doc Rivers because I'm like, we was getting killed when DJ was in. This guy, this guy's big, for no reason.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and and as soon as that happened, the next day I said that was my breaking point with Doc Rivers. Like, you had a young guy who just had a career game. He was going into the playoffs with momentum, and then you pretty much just threw his hopes and dreams in the dirt, you know, and they, there was no point to do that. There there was absolutely no reason to say what he did, and it just, it, it just goes to show he thinks he knows more than everybody else, and I just don't think he's going to change, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. I've seen Paul
2: I, I like Paul Reed. I've seen this guy defend elite powerful, and centers at the um you know, at the highest level. We saw him kind of not not necessarily shut down Giannis, but we saw him, you know, slow Giannis down on two different occasions. Um, Anthony Davis before he got hurt. Yep. Different guys like uh, Jackson from um, the Grizzlies and yep. all those different guys that kind of came in with him that's below the same age. we a got athletic ability. He has that athletic ability, too. And yes. I don't understand how Doc doesn't see this young guy he has so much potential. And yeah. he plays well when he does play, but when he doesn't play.
0: That's yeah, unfortunate, man. Pretty
2: much you know, our big men get cooked. Yep. Well, DeAndre Jordan and uh, Paul Millsap get cooked. You know, they are a little old, so, you know,
0: we need we not push athletic land. Yep. Well, hopefully he adapts. I appreciate you calling in, my man. Thank you. Yes, sir, man. Keep up the good work, bro. I'll be following you. Appreciate that, man. Shout out to Sacramento in the building. We got people calling in. We'll get to more in just a second. Shout out to uh, Top, Sh- Top Shot Tesla with the $5 Super Chat. Really appreciate that. Thank you very much. Says Raps fan here. Have you tried getting a press pass? Bright future ahead for you. Keep grinding. Do you prefer doing color commentary or play-by-play? Well, we do uh play-by-play here on the channel. We also cover the team. You know, what I try to do here on this channel is bring the authentic coverage, you know, from the fans standpoint, give the fans a voice, bring it, you know, authentic where it's not filtered, you know, and I do a little bit of everything. Play-by-play streams like this, analyzing kind of like a radio show type of thing, you know, news videos. I I try to bring it from every angle. Um, But yeah, man, you know, we're, we're grinding. I appreciate the, the nice comments. Um, I have not tried getting a press pass. I kind of like the, I kind of like doing this, you know, I like talking about the team and, you know, creating the best community for the fans. That's what I'm trying to do and, and really reshape the whole dynamic of everything, you know? So I appreciate everybody, uh, in here supporting, man, for sure. For sure. Westbrook is currently top five. And it has to be a troll comment. Westbrook is terrible. Uh, let's see. Anyone see the video of James Harden working out? Yeah, he was working out in Houston. Looked slimmer. Looked like he dropped 20 pounds. So that's great. Sung says we need a new bench. I agree. Doc has forgotten more ball than he's, than all the meathead fans out there. It's the silly fan entitlement that thinks their opinion is right. Well, I mean, if it's the silly fan entitlement, um, you know, just tell me how DeAndre Jordan fared out after Doc Rivers said he would not go on a Paul Reed victory tour. That's all I have to say about it. The guy was wrong. He ended up putting in Paul Reed, just like he was wrong about Ben Simmons last year. I'm not saying I know everything. I'm not saying the fans know everything. But there are certain things based off the landscape of the league that you have to try, that you have to work. I mean, look, look at these teams in the playoffs. Daniel Tice barely plays for the Celtics. Why? Because they go to younger, dynamic athletes who can run up and down the floor. It's simple, man. You got to try things. You got to try things, man. Sons Geek, thank you for that, man. Thank you, Sons Geek. Appreciate you. Same to you, my man. And shout out to everybody in here supporting 158 in the chat. 99 on the like button. We need one more. Hit the like button, man. Hit the like button, man. But yeah, so let's take a look at an article uh, from Kyle Newbeck, Philly Voice. We talked about it in one of our videos this week. It uh, came out, and pretty much he he dropped some information about some different parts of this team, and I want to highlight this part. What do you guys think about Matisse Theibel? Do you think he will remain a sixer? Do you have confidence in him developing his shot? Because I honestly think he can determine a lot about the future of this team. Let me explain. The Philadelphia 76ers need 3 and D guys, like I said earlier. But you think about even a guy like James Harden, right? We barely talked about Harden, but the Sixers cannot give him a max contract. If they do, things are not looking good. But James Harden, one of the biggest impacts he can have on his team is diamond people up. Right, creating more space, getting our shooters open, and setting up, drawing in the defense, and kicking it out, and creating these looks. But he needs guys that are going to knock down shots. Matisse Thybul is a hell of a defender, but will he ever develop his jump shot? We can't sit and we can't wait and hope. We can't wait and hope. And and if he, you know, if we keep him this off season especially, you know, at his lowest value, like there's no choice but to get better. Thiebel didn't play bad. He played awful in the playoffs, and he came after the whole thing with Canada, and he really dropped off in a month or two. He was exposed. When you get to the playoffs, your guys need to be able to shoot the basketball. We've now seen that two years in a row. Matisse Thiebel looks like one of the most young, promising defenders there are. But if you're not bringing a little bit of everything to the table, you're not going to be a rotation piece that helps wins a championship. It's unfortunate, man. It's unfortunate, man. And Kyle Newbeck talks about it here. To put it lightly, The end of the season was a huge disaster for Matisse Stiebel. Darling of the fan base to public enemy. The pressure is on, man. You've had a year or two where you could have slowly, incrementally improved your shot, but literally nothing. There's games where we go and we have no bench production. In fact, we put Matisse Stiebel in a starting lineup and people are running away from you. I mean, that, that is the ultimate disrespect. And you know that you're in a fan base where we just saw another guy who was a number one overall pick who was supposed to be that dude, not develop a jump shot. So ding, 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 it should smack you in the face. You need to get much better and at least become a threat shooting the basketball. Why haven't you? And again, that brings me back to what I said earlier on the stream. Two fatal flaws, talent, development, and talent evaluation. Ever since the Sixers panicked, and I'm not going to go into my whole rant like I always do about Jimmy Butler, but ever since that happened when he left, this Sixers organization has panicked. They've made good moves, but the guys that, like, when you think about championship teams, you have to develop the guys that you draft. Tyrese Maxey looks like a star, but you got to keep developing him. You got to play these guys. There's there's reasons why the Phoenix Suns have guys like this that 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 surround their supporting you know that surround their their stars, their supporting cast. The Warriors, I mean, my gosh, look at the look at the Warriors roster. Look at the Boston Celtics roster. Look where these guys were drafted. With the team they are with. The Warriors at one point, whenever we were winning those championships, they literally drafted their whole team. They developed. They weren't all top five picks, but they developed. They evaluated. It goes back to the common theme. We don't have time to be drafting Jaden Springers, who are going to sit in the G League for three years. And, and and I have to say one more thing about the Sixers fan base. Call into the show, by the way, 508 924 3784 if you want to give some thoughts. Um, you might not like hearing this from me, but there's no more wiggle room, okay? And as that relates to us, we need to stop overrating these players. I've done it in the past. I am guilty of it, just like you are. But I'm done. I am done. Because when you think about Joel Embiid, first off, let's hope he can stay healthy. He's got Tyrese Maxey. Hopefully Harden comes back and looks better. We need to upgrade to add to this team. I think if we get some quality role players, we can compete. But if we don't, or if, if we have a couple guys that we can get, the young guys need to step up and develop. But we don't have time to waste overrating and, and sucking up to these players that just are not it. Firk on Korkmaz, Shake Milton. Okay, these guys show flashes. They're flashes in the pan. That's what they are. They show up, they have a good stretch for five games, everybody hops on the wagon. Oh, my gosh, Shake Milton is the best bench scorer of all time. No, he's not. The guy doesn't get aggressive. Shake Milton, I've been saying it all year, can score when he wants to, but he doesn't play like he wants it. Where are the guys that play like they want it? Fiebel tries to on defense, but he fouls too much. Furcon does it every once in 15 games. And I'm not I'm not trying to hate on these guys as as people. I'm just talking about as players. You can't go to your to to your playoff rotation having guys that won't even shoot the ball or that get timid in big moments. You need guys off the bench. You know, like why is it always against the Sixers that other teams have guys who we've never heard of that step up? It's because they play like their job is on the line. And that takes me back to Doc Rivers. Their job's not on the line because they know if they're 35 years old or they're not 18, they're not going to come out. It literally took Doc Rivers, I think, three or four months to pull Furcon out of the rotation because he couldn't do anything. And he was a, a traffic cone on defense. He was a turnstile. All right, Shake Milton probably would have got pulled as well, but he evaporated with some injury and and was just never the same. It is time for us to stop overrating these guys. And, you know, again, I'm just speaking my thoughts. There was nobody on the bench, George Niang, Thibel, Shake. none of them, stepped up consistently in the playoffs, and when we go six games with the Miami Heat, James Harden has a couple terrible games, and Joel Embiid is playing with a broken face and a torn ligament in his thumb, you need somebody else to help. And they did not. The Miami Heat didn't play a good series against us. We just had nothing. And, and, I mean... It's just been going on too long. The bench issue has been going on too long. And that is why we need to surround this this cast with good quality role players. We need to try that, and we better not trade for a third star. I hope it is smoke. Because realistically, who are we going to get? And what are we going to give for them? Are we going to get Zach Levine, Bradley Beal? Okay, let's get Bradley Beal. What are we going to give up to get Bradley Beal? Let me know. Let me know, what what are the Washington Wizards going to take to give us Bradley Bill? Well, Maxie will probably have to be included in the deal. That will not happen. Are you going to get Zach Levine from Matisse Steibel, Tobias Harris, and Shake Milton? No. So, what are you going to give? You usually need a, a quality young player to give these, these teams. We don't have any. So, that's how I'm feeling, man. And the Sixers are in a tough position, and they need to make a lot of moves. And like I said, we'll be breaking it all down for sure, and we'll talk about the draft in just a second. But uh, let's go back to the phones real quick. Willow Grove, PA. Man, Willow Grove, what's going stupid. on?
2: Shut up. Hello. Look, no, you tell me.
0: what. All right. See you. Going to the show 508-924-3784. Give me some thoughts. So the Sixers and the whole drafting. Another great piece in this article from Kyle Newbeck talked about the draft. Um, The Brooklyn Nets have our draft pick for this year, but by June 1st, which is within a week, they need to decide whether they are going to hold on to that pick or defer it until next year. A lot of people thought that they would end up taking it this year because I think it's number 23, as it says in the article. So if the Brooklyn Nets decide to defer that pick, the Sixers will have a 23rd overall draft pick. And, you know, they got even if it's at the bottom of the draft, you gotta pick a quality player. I think about the you know, last couple of years, right? Desmond Baines of the world, Bones Highland. There's been guys in the bottom of the first round that have been there. But no. We take uh Jaden Springer, who I don't hate. I don't hate. But come on, man. He's not going to play for a couple years. He will not play until he's twenty-one under Doc Rivers. So what was the point? What was the point? You know what they said in their in their uh, exit press conference about Jaden Springer. They said, "Well, what did they say? They said he is he he has the potential to be a a superstar defensive player down the line." And that's when Doc Rivers said, I don't know how old Jaden Springer is. That's our, that's our, like, our plan? Come on, man. I wanted to draft Isaiah Joe a couple years ago in the second round. We ended up getting him. He's shown me potential. Now, when he gets a stretch of five games and he can't do anything, and then he gets taken out for the next 45 games, I mean, you know, What do you want the guy to do? He needs to get in a rhythm. Same thing with Paul Reed. Same thing with some of these other guys. And they're just not going to have the ample opportunity. And that's why I think Daryl Morey needs to get vets that he knows Doc Rivers will play if he's not going to fire Doc Rivers. He needs to get something going, man. Sure, we'll be taking a look at the free agent soon. But I think if I had to guess, the first thing that will happen... Is a James Harden signing, whether it's a you know the player option that he opts into for $44 million, or maybe it is a two or three year deal worth 20 something million per year. Or and, and I hope not. I really, really hope not, because it will destroy our our franchise in the future. The uh, the oh so terrible max contract. I just don't see a way it happens. I don't care if that's your boy. If your boy, if in real life, if your boy wanted you to pay him, what, $60 million when he's 37 and he already is showing signs of decline, what would you say? What if it's your best friend? Are you going to pay him $60 million? The answer is hell no. And it can't happen. Just can't happen. So but you know, I think the Sixers uh I think this is this needs to be a substantial off season. It can't be one of those off seasons where nothing happens for like four months and then they just start stacking up these little moves. Now that can't happen. You need to make a splash, but it needs to be like two really good quality players off the bat. You gotta get something going. So, it'll be interesting. So, James is not a star. I'm not saying James Harden is not a star. What I'm saying is that I think people have the wrong perception of what they want him to be now. He's not the same star. He's not the same type of star, you know? He's, he's a different player. What he really needs to work on is, is a spot-up threes. Because, honestly even if people don't want to admit it. Sure, he had games where he looked bad. There were some games where he looked good. The hamstring looked fine. And the best thing about it was his vision, right? He was diming people up, getting open looks. Now, some of those didn't fall. He could have had 15 assists per game. But, you know, we had the Matisse-Thibos of the world, the Niangs, who were not hitting any shots. We need quality 3 and D players. Also, what do you guys think about Danny Green? On a video I made about it, I you know, I don't see a way Danny comes back for the $10 million, the uh, the non-guarantee. I think they end up declining and cutting him. Maybe they bring him back for something cheaper, but I don't know. Because he won't be available for most of the season. So, unfortunately, I don't think uh, Danny, you know, will be back. So, that's another thing you have to replace. Seth Curry was really good with us. I agree, viewing. I agree. And um, we need more players like that. I agree. So we'll see, man. Once again, guys, be sure to follow the Instagram page at Philly Take with RB. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at RB Philly Take. Who has some thoughts, man? Call into the show. Let me know how you're feeling, man. How do you guys feel at this point? What What is the confidence level with this team? Somebody tell me what needs to happen with the Sixers team. Is there anybody out there that thinks we need to get a third star? If so, let me know why. Are there people out there that think we need to fill out the roster? Let me know why. Are there people that would get rid of James Harden, would keep him? There's even people that have been hating on Joel Embiid. And by the way, I will not take any Joel Embiid slander. It is unwarranted. It is disrespectful. The guy went out there and played with every injury possible to help this team will a couple games. And I knew it was going to be tough. I hope Joel's doing okay health wise. I really do. And, you know, Joel and B, let's just say this he's going to have to find a way to stay healthy. I mean, it just is what it is. Any team going into the playoffs with your best players out, you're not going to win. You're not going to win.
3: So. Scott says,
0: bring Green back cheaper money. Thing about that is, I think a team will give Danny Green some money. Will he leave and take it? I think he will. Where where he's at in his career, I think Danny Green is going to try to get as much money as possible before he plays a couple more years and retires. So we have to wait and see what happens with that. So it'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see, no doubt. But we'll take a couple more calls if people want to call in, chime in, give their thoughts on the Sixers offseason. We talked about a lot. I think overall you get the gist of what I'm trying to say. And like I said, we're going to be doing a lot more shows. Let me know in the chat, do you guys enjoy this type of show with the callers and this type of feel? Let me know because I want to do a lot more of these. We have some big things coming, man. Eagles, Sixers, you know the deal. We'll be, uh, you know, collabing with other people. Be getting the callers in. And, um, you know, we're also doing a lot of videos. Don't know if you guys watch those or not. But we religiously do videos covering news, talking about, you know, little things that happen throughout the week. And I advise you to watch those. Give every type of content a chance. Because I'm just trying to bring it the best way possible. So, RU2001. With the two dollar donation, thank you for supporting the channel. Let me put it up on the screen. It says, "Power forwards and versatile three and D wings are ideal." I agree, and we will be getting uh, more of those types of content videos in once the playoffs end. Once we see who is available, but just some names that come to mind. I'm not saying these specific players, but the attitude type of players, right? Jay Crowder. Uh, Marcus Morris, P.J. Tucker, Joel Embiid specifically said, we need a P.J. Tucker type of player on this team. And like, how long have we been screaming that, man? How long? How long? How about two good role players? Exactly. Exactly. Mr. 89, what's going on? It says, I'm here to say blow it up. It says, blow it up. Calling in. and let me know why. Why do you want to blow it up? What does that mean? Do you want to get rid of everybody Start fresh. What do you think? Let me know. That says you're grinding. Always, always bring in the content, bring in the heat. You know how it goes. You know how it goes. Back to the phones we go. Let's get Dennis up in here. Dennis, what's going on?
3: Man, I'm doing good. How about
0: you? I'm doing great, man.
3: Man, I just got one thing to say before I get back to work, man. I feel like if we get James Harden fully healthy, no hamstring problems, get a couple more role players, fill out the bench, everything is going to go great. Six is in the final.
0: Let's go, man. That's all I got to say. Hey, appreciate it. Thank you for uh, calling in from work, man. Shout out to you. Shout out to him. Took a little time off work, called into the show. Simple as that. Simple as that. Hey, I respect that take. I respect that take. Look, if James Harden comes out and and he's healthy, I think he could be a much different player. I don't think he'll be Harden, ISO, Houston, you know, star every single night, 40 points. I think he'll be a quality player. I do think he was dealing with that issue. I think it bothered him. But really, I I have to see it from the personality standpoint. You know, I need to see him as a leader take over games as well. And I thought he did really bad in that especially in the second round. You know, he didn't go out with a fight. And it it looked bad. It looked bad. And, you know, my last thought of tonight is that, and I don't know if I've summed this up the right way, but, but here's how I feel about it in a nutshell. The Sixers need to do everything possible to get Joel Embiid a chance to compete for a championship next year. Joel Embiid, we don't know how long he's going to play. We really don't. But what we do know is that this season he stayed healthy until the playoffs. There's promise, right? There's improvement in his, his growth and his ability to condition and eat better. Maybe you have to trim some of the games off, give him some time off. Maybe he doesn't go all 82 trying to win the MVP, right? But at the end of the day, a guy like Joel Embiid, especially being a center, which I'm not saying he can't win, but he needs help. He needs help. And I just, I cannot, I'll be honest with you, I cannot stand another season or two of us having glaring issues and not getting him the chance to go to the conference finals or the finals. He will go down as one of the best athletes in Sixers history, in NBA history, in terms of how he is changing the game. He's been snubbed twice. He's been ripped. He's constantly disrespected, and he keeps getting better. Look how he got better from last year to this year in light of one of the worst situations ever. And he grew up. He matured even more. But what, you know... It is time to get Joel Embiid that chance, that trip to the conference finals, to the finals. And I constantly do this thinking and reflecting. And I'll give you something to think about here. Are the Sixers' best chances to compete in the past? Are they in the past? Because I'll tell you what, man. I'm starting to think a little bit. They might be. And I'm pissed about it because the day that the Sixers let Jimmy Butler walk away from this organization, when everybody tried to go out there and say, oh, you have to wait until your stars are in your prime, 28, 29, right? That was the typical take. Oh, just wait. Just wait five years down the road until these guys are are clicking. No. No. This team is not every other team. Joel Embiid didn't play for two years because of ankle injuries Let's go. and surgeries. Ben Simmons wouldn't shoot a basketball. He didn't get better. If Ben Simmons was a lethal offensive player, if you had kept Jimmy Butler around, if you kept J.J. Redick on the team, things might be different. Watching Jimmy Butler throughout these playoffs, what I will say is that I you know, I miss having that dog, man. Jimmy is getting to it in the playoffs when healthy. I'm rooting for him to win, honestly, because I think the, the league needs more players like him. He's all tough nose about the business, man. I don't even think... We talk about James Harden not being used right and not having enough time to build chemistry with this team... I don't think Jimmy Butler nearly reached his ceiling with this team. He was barely even used until the fourth quarter of games. You had the ball in the hands of a guy that wouldn't shoot. I think another year or two would have done wonders for this team. But anyway, you can't go back and look. So what I'm saying is that I hope our best chances are not in the past for this team. I'm going to be as confident as I can. But until you show me that this roster gets better, whether that's James Harden getting healthier, getting a couple value guys for Tobias, bringing in young pieces that will develop, maybe having your coaches develop. Until Doc Rivers changes, I don't know how optimistic I can be. And I I really, really hope that this organization gives Joel Embiid a chance. And I hope his body gives him a chance to play on the biggest stage because he deserves it. So. Would love to hear your guys' thoughts. We have a couple callers that we'll get to. Mr. 89 with the $5 donation says, I'm at work so I can't call. We can't draft. Have a bad coach. Failed and be too many times. Get younger. Build around Maxi, and start fresh. Mmm. Oh. Coming with the hot take. Oh, it's gonna be a good off season. It's gonna be a good off season. I hope everybody at your job heard that. <laughs> Shout out to you, man. Hey, I appreciate the thoughts. I appreciate the thoughts. See, uh, let's see what G Tacky has to say about it. G. What's going on? I appreciate the thoughts. I appreciate the thoughts. Hello? See ya.
3: What G. Has to say. Turn, yo, yo! What's
0: going on? What's up? What's up? Uh, um, hello. Yeah. Hey, what's up, man? Um, I think that. Yeah. How you doing? I'm I'm doing great. How are you?
3: Um, I'm doing well as well. Um, I'm a I'm a Sixers fan. Calling from New York right now. Hey, um, what's think, going on,
0: man? Hello. Yeah, what's going on, man? Welcome on in from New York. Yeah, I I think that the
3: the Sixers organization as a whole we have really filled Embiid in the sense that he never got a real chance to even play with a with a guard. Like, he never mm-hmm. really got a chance to play with a guard because of that Marcus um, Folk's experiment. He never really got a true chance, a, a true shot. Because I keep thinking, imagine Embiid on a, with Luka. Like, Ugh. imagine Embiid with, like, a, a, a guard that really plays like a guard. Yeah, you know what I'm trying to say? It's a whole yep. different situation. It's a whole different ball game there.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. And and right. you know, Maxi can hopefully be that guy. But how long do you have to wait for that? You know? Yeah, that's that's the truth to it. But in the same sense, I feel like
3: there was so much pressure on Elton Brand because he was a new coach. He wasn't really bona fide. He he was he was well recognized, but you can't. I wouldn't put all the blame on him because you have to see it from both sides because in the same sense there were still Ben supporters that really thought Ben Simmons was all that and really thought Ben Simmons was really going to develop a jump shot and he had all these problems that people really had hope you know what I'm saying? so in the same sense I can't really blame it all all on Elton Brand because he imagined his Ben Simmons had a jump top. Yeah, what we what we be saying. Imagine if it went all right. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, look, I about the Ben Simmons thing, fine, you can have that one, but my thing is letting Jimmy Butler walk and then overpaying Tobias because you were nervous about losing both of them after you just gave up a ton of assets to trade for them. That's where most of my blame goes with Elton Brand. I thought he did good things. I liked how he was aggressive in his first year, but then you know, signing those guys to those contracts, letting J.J. Redick walk, not even attempting to bring him back. I think those are bad flaws, and they hurt the team.
3: Yeah, that's very true. I kind of understand that point because Jimmy Butler was, like, he, he really was that dog and that we needed in the locker room. Like, he he was really, because Joel sometimes would not be aggressive because sometimes the way the game is going, he doesn't he's a he's a center. He's not always gonna have a feel for the game in, in sense of maybe I should pass and he was kinda young too at that point. So Jimmy Butler was really that guy to be like, Yo, Joe, yeah. shoot that like he was really awesome and I think that that's a great point. But in the same like Tobias Harris, not even get getting started. <laughs> I, I just feel uh, Tobias he he does not understand that sometimes he needs to just not, he needs to not like be aggressive. Because anytime Tobias gets aggressive, he gets too aggressive, he starts missing shots. He starts taking like wild shots that you know he's not going to make. Like you, you see it yeah. from afar. Yeah, he's got to be a backseat scorer. That
0: problem comes up. Yeah, exactly. He's got to be a backseat scorer. But the thing is, can a backseat scorer make $35 million a year? And that, you know. Or would you rather have value type of guys in here that can space the floor? I mean, it's it's tough, man. Tobias is a good guy, but, you know, when push comes to shove, you got to get better as a team, you know? And I agree with you. Like, I just don't know if Tobias can be on this roster making that much money. So, now, who do you get Tobias? I mean, I what I would do is is, you know, explore the trade market and hopefully try to either shed some salary or – get younger, and hopefully acquire some picks to maybe go get other value players, right? I think you need 3 and D guys, and you need rebounders. You need athletes on this team. The Sixers don't even have anybody that that's jumps true. a couple feet off the floor, and it's, you know, when we're getting out-rebounded in a playoff series by 13, it's annoying.
3: That's, that's very true, and I, and I understand that, but the game is, like, the book is out on the It's like, certain players, the book is out on them, like... Who, like, other teams is not, unless you get, like, like Del Monte, I understand he has experience or uh, whatever, and anything could happen, but I'm the book is out of him. There's no way in hell I I don't necessarily think that a team is going to trade one of their assets, their top assets for Tobias Harris. Like There's no yeah. way in hell that's nah. going to happen. With the amount of salary he makes, yeah, no, nah, I don't that's think damn so.
0: Yeah, I don't think they'll trade a top asset, but you'll be able to get something for Tobias. At least I hope so. And I think you'll—I mean, you know—a lot of these trades happen. I think you'll be able to get something. So,
3: and our role players need to also step up, especially with Shake Milton. He—he's been—I don't know what's going on with him. Sometimes we don't have he's any aggressive. That yeah. sometimes he's passive. I don't—I don't understand that. Yeah, and like Matisse needs to get a jumper. We—we can't. Can I can't talk enough about that. He needs a jumper. He needs to get, I don't know, Danny Green needs to take him under his wing and take him shooting. Like, yeah. he needs to get a jumper.
0: Yeah, we've been saying this for years, but, but I think the gig is up, man. I I just don't see the improvement, yeah. and we need to make something happen very soon. So, we'll see, yeah, man. Yeah,
3: not to hold you too long. Thank you, and have a great one.
0: Oh, man, thank you for calling in. Appreciate the call, man, for sure. Shout out to uh, all the callers tonight. Like I said, guys, uh, if you do call in, you know, I can save certain numbers now. We have a new calling system. So, hey, I would love to have consistent callers. Let me know in the chat, guys, uh, if you enjoy this style of show. We're going to be doing a lot of these talking throughout the off season, Guests, callers, analyzing. Where are my people that watch all the content, man? The videos, the live streams. Let me know in the chat. I like to recognize the real man because you guys support and helps push out more content. And if you haven't yet hit that thumbs up, man, a little bit different than our, uh, our game streams, but Hey, we're bringing the coverage. Nonetheless. Remo says Boston is clearly going to beat Miami. I don't know. I don't know. It depends on the health. It depends on the health, man. Aiken says, I don't think Embiid is a winning player. I I just can't agree with that at all. I just can't agree with that. I mean, Joel Embiid has done everything he can. He has gotten incrementally better. He has put himself in vulnerable positions to try to help this team. He needs help. He needs help, man. So... Israel says, been uh, been watching and will continue, God willing. Thank you very much. Appreciate that support. Shout-out to you guys that, uh, that watch all the content. And we still got 160 up in here. Um, it's been a while. You know, definitely nice going live and, um, you know, talking to the people. Shout-out to all the callers that came through tonight. This was a good show, man. And um, I had, you know, I wanted to get some of that off my chest. I definitely did. And I just, look, I... We'll continue monitoring as we go. We'll make vids. And we'll live stream. But in reality, this is a crucial couple of months for the Sixers. They need to make something happen. They need to make something happen. So, um, personally, I feel Doc Rivers will be back. Whether you like that or don't, I feel that James Harden will, will be signed. I hope it's not to a max contract, but... It's really going to be about building out the core. But, you know, anything can happen. Anything can happen in an offseason. For me, you better keep Joel Embiid and you better keep Tyrese Maxey. Build out the rest of the roster. Do what you need to do. Put this team in the best position possible to go out and win. Major improvements this offseason? Put us in position, man. Make us a contender. There's no more sugarcoating. We will know by the, by the time the next season starts whether this team is ready to rock. So, Props to Embiid for holding his own during the Heat Series with his injury. It's crazy that people want to throw dirt on Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid is the only guy out there playing with pride, man, and playing with half a face. The guy needs help, man. He needs help. So... We will see what happens, man. We will see. I hate to use the Sirianni, we need dogs thing, but that's what this team needs. I agree. I agree. They need that, and they need scoring off the bench. They need more scoring. I want to I wanna score a lot of points. I want it to look nice. I want to move the ball well. I want to move the ball well, man. But Darryl Morey has a lot of work on his plate. We'll see what happens, see what he's able to do. But anyway, like always, I want to thank you guys for coming through tonight, hanging out, talking. Let me know in the chat right now, did did you enjoy this style of show? Because I want to do more of these as long as you guys enjoy them. And, you know, have the callers coming in, have some guests soon. We'll be talking. Excited to chop it up with you guys as always. It's going to be a good off season. A lot to talk about. We'll be sprinkling in some Eagle stuff as well. And uh, big visions, man big visions a lot a lot to talk about that you know the one thing i always tell people is that there's never a dry off season in philadelphia sports like is it is it like this with other fan bases i don't know cuz i don't follow those teams all year but i feel like with philadelphia sports there are there's just never a dry off season there's always something but it keeps it interesting man keeps it spicy so anyway we'll see how it all plays out shout out to everybody for coming through tonight once again guys follow the instagram page we're growing heavily on there at philly take with rb follow me on instagram and twitter at rb philly take do me a favor if you haven't man hit that like button if you're watching it on the replay hit that like button youtube apple podcast spotify anywhere else you get your shows at tune in listen to it on the way to work i don't know man Keep supporting the channel, and we'll keep pumping the content. Sixers Nation will be back soon. You guys were incredible tonight. Shout out to everybody, channel members, everybody rocking with the content, man. You guys have a great night. Be safe. Honestly, be safe, man. And I will catch you guys very soon, man. Y'all have a great night. Peace.